At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM is all of your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much, much more. Download the BetMGM app today or stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Back here on the Lombardi Line, Dave Ross, Josh Applebaum is there in Boston. And again, to everybody out there, happy Mother's Day to you and yours. You know, it was fun having Will on, of course, the King of New York, and having you guys discuss a little New York and Boston rivalry. And, and certainly Boston has had the bragging rights here for the better part of a decade plus, which is amazing. And I'm sure that's something that sticks in the craw of a lot of New Yorkers out there. But baseball right now, Josh, it's the one area where the Yanks and certainly the New Yorkers looking pretty good with the Metropolitans and the Yankees and not so good so far for the Sox. Now let's talk about Boston here. They got an early start against Dallas Keuchel and the Chicago White Sox today. First of all, just an overview from Boston's perspective. If you're looking at some of the season-long wagers, is there hope for this team to turn things around? Because, Josh, it's been a dismal start for the uh, for the Red Sox. It really has. And, you know, you actually kind of, you know, Fenway and the New England area, you know, based off that postseason run last year, kind of unexpected, you kind of got Red Sox fever again around here. And then they do this to you every single year, it feels like. You're either last place or first place. So maybe this is our year to be last place here. You got <laughs> Baltimore right on the Red Sox heels. Sox are 10 and 18. I just question kind of a lot of, a lot of moves that High and Bloom made, High and Bloom made over the offseason. Like, you really needed a first baseman. You know, you went for, uh, you know, Trevor Story instead of Freddie Freeman. Your whole right side of your infield is questionable. Your pitching, to be honest with you, Michael Waka was on the bump today, 3 and 0, 1.38 ERA. It's actually moved Blue May that's done very well, but you're really not hitting. You also have some under, this, under the radar stuff where, you know, Bogarts is in the last year of his deal. He could opt out. You sign Story, you could be his replacement. Rafael Devers, your best young player who you got to resign, you know, he rejected a, a kind of a low ball offer from the Red Sox. So to me, it's it's really tough. I know it's a long season, but when you get off to these starts, you're already eight games below 500. You're really struggling here. I think if you're betting on the Red Sox to bounce back, you need Chris Sale to come back. Yeah. Uh, you also, you know, get, got James Paxton here. Maybe he could come back in around June. Sale had a setback here. The, the really, you know, intriguing thing is that the Sox hitting, they're not hitting the ball. They're actually pitching 
pretty well. And they have a terrible bullpen. You didn't address the bullpen at all. They should put Garrett Whitlock in the pen and not in the rotation. But with all that being said, Dave, as terrible as it's been, <laughs> I like the Red Sox today. It's 1130 game. What I like about this one is kind of a fishy line move. Public is like, we're done with the Red Sox. Typically, they're a big public team that a lot of casual bettors want to bet, like the Yankees, like the Dodgers. But they're saying, hey, Sox, you're 10 and 18. You're laying a minus 165 today. I can't bet you. But a big steam move toward Boston today, Dave. They opened minus 130 at some shops, all the way to minus 165. Got a lot of system matches here. If you look at non-division home favorites so far uh, over this season, they're about 61%. If you are a favorite off a loss who made the playoffs last year, you're 54 and 23, 70% this year. And the Red Sox, as bad as they've been, 6 and 16 against righties, they're 4 and 2 against lefties. Keuchel's got like a 9 ERA. Mm-hmm. Waka's pitching great, 1.38. I'd bet Boston here again. Maybe they've been terrible. Maybe start to get some mojo going on Mother's Day. Yeah, that does feels like feels like. And again, I just came here uh, from the uh, south side of Chicago back in my days in in Chicago, and they are not happy with what they've seen so far from Dallas Keuchel. So it does feel like a fade Dallas Keuchel day because to your point, Boston they would give you no reason to really back them, but the same can be said for Dallas Keuchel. So maybe this is the right spot for Boston to get healthy and get on the right track. Cause Josh, I bring that up about the overview of, of the Red Sox, because there are some shops that have adjusted win totals. So if you want to try to identify teams, and we're not saying that Boston is necessarily one of them, but you can try to identify teams that have gotten off to slower starts and kind of wait for that flip to happen and to see the better second halves or maybe after the all-star break. Conversely, as a Metropolitan fan, these are heady days for, for you, for me, and, and, and uh, fan bases alike here that follow the Metropolitans. And, Josh, I get worried. Like, this is such a great start, and they got a double dip today <laughs> against the Phillies, and you feel like you can bury Philadelphia a little bit here uh, on Mother's Day. Is it too good to be true, and, and, and how do you assess the Mets in those matchups today against the Phillies? Is this finally the Mets year, Dave? Is it finally their year? I don't know, but I would say uh, no one's happier than Steve Cohen, their owner on Twitter. I feel like every time they win, and he really rubbed it in my face the other day. I had the Phillies when they're up 7-0 or 7-1 oh in the ninth. They blew it. I look on Twitter. Uh, it always It's always rough when a billionaire trolls you, uh, Dave. You know, it, it always doesn't feel the best, but you know, to your point, maybe this is the year where they finally get something together. They're 19-9. and nine. If you look at what they've done from a betting perspective, you bet the Mets every game this year on their money line, you're up around six hundred dollars. They've been profitable, you know, both win loss and you know return on investment here. And I'd back them again today. You're back. You're getting. You're going behind Max Scherzer. Uh, and what I like about in this this opener is this early line move to the Mets. You know, they open at some shops when this line first dropped as low as like minus one twenty five, minus mm-hmm. one thirty. They're all the way up to minus one forty five. If you look at um, Mets versus righties, this has been really the best angle with the Mets. They're seventeen and five against righties so far this year. And if you look at the Phillies, they're seven and twelve against righties. And I do not trust at all the Phillies bullpen here so I'll sweat the Mets and I also think you know correlative betting Dave is something you always want to keep an eye out for like if you're going to bet a favorite you know you want in in, in baseball a low total you know total this one is seven you were joking earlier you know in hockey you used to, used to see four and a half fives for totals used to be in baseball you'd see a lot of these six and a half sevens mm-hmm. it's kind of rare now even though unders it's been kind of a dead ball year the unders have been very good this year I think they're around like 58 percent right now but if you're on a favorite you want a low total that's your getting here of seven why because fewer amount of expected runs scored more likely they're coming from quote unquote that better team so all back Scherzer if Philly beats me again I'll tip my cap here Dave but if you're giving me one of the best pitchers on the bump one of the best teams that's playing the, the, the best right now in a Philly team that uh, I, how can you get over that seven to one game the other day or seven, nothing, you blow that lead, Dave, I would sweat the Mets and I'll do this one with Will Hill today. Yeah, I, I'm with you. And again, we just had Will Hill on in case you missed that segment. He likes the Metropolitans right there with you today uh, too, Josh, you know, normally too, because we're going to see a lot more double headers with the rainouts that we've had. Obviously we had the, the delayed start to the season. They're going to get in all at 162. So you're going to see a lot of double dips. And remember we're, we're out of the softball rules. No more seven inning double dips with kegs in the outfield. We're actually going to play a regulation <laughs> baseball here going forward. And that is going to tax those, those bullpens. That's for sure. Sure. Normally, a lot of people like to subscribe to the, well, we're going to get a split. And you have to try to identify who you think is going to win game one and then maybe flip it in game two. But you're not seeing that as much. Like evidence yesterday with the Dodgers sweeping the Cubs uh, to in the north side of Chicago. Uh, do you subscribe to any of those trendy double header things as we get into those later on in the season? Or is it really about those pitching matchups in those double dips? 
So I'm with you, and I think you bring up a great point. I believe, and actually it's not a belief, but really the data bears it out, but you know, a lot of public bettors will always uh, ascribe to that split series or that split kind of model, Dave. Like, hey, you win the first one, maybe you're happy, you don't really care about mm -hmm. as much the second game or the team that loses, they're upset they lost, they bounce back and win. But it's always important to me, like there are public perceptions out there, but then dial up the data. Does the data back up these public perceptions? It actually doesn't. And I'm really glad you, glad you brought this up because there's actually slightly more sweeps than there are splits. If you right. look at the data around the last 10 years or so. So, you know, think of it this way. If the Mets win that opener, I'm already looking to the game two line. They're like, I'm, I'm trying to find it right here. I think, yeah. uh, what are they? Like minus 140 game two, something like that. With Bassett also on the keep, Yep. Yeah, with Bassett, who's been you know pretty good here. I think that's a big part of the Mets as well. Their pitching staff has been great. But uh, what I'm getting at is, you know, you win the first game. If you're favored the second game, there are more uh, sweeps than splits. And if you're favored in game two, that's a really important favorite designation because a lot of times that has to do with who's in and who's out. Like if you're favored, maybe your bullpen, you know, didn't get taxed as much in game one. Maybe the other team is going to, you know, rest some of their big guys. Maybe Schwarber or, you know, Harper mm -hmm. rest game two, that sort of thing. So don't just automatically say, hey, Team A lost in, the, in, in the, the first one. Let me bet Team B in the twin bill. No, actually, a lot of sweeps uh, take take place more than splits. So I'd be looking at the Mets, just as Will said, maybe both games if they can get the first one. And I actually think it's good uh, from a bigger picture perspective for Major League Baseball to have some of these double dips to get more people to the ballpark for an entire day. So spend the day. Don't bring your watch. Enjoy baseball the way it was meant to be played. Uh, let's talk a little bit about, about those Yankees. They got a double dip today against the Rangers. What do you make of New York at the beginning? Look, they didn't hit early, Josh, and it really hasn't gotten warm yet in New York, but they're starting to hit. Uh, this has got to be a good sign, and also Garrett Cole looking more and more like Garrett Cole uh, as of late. Uh, what do you make of the, uh, the Yankees today and their double dip against the Rangers? So obviously it's a huge line here, Dave, you know, minus 230. And I think, you know, when I look at these huge numbers, you know, to me, if you're betting hockey, I'm a little more inclined to bet some of these big numbers. It's a little more of a chalky sport. Baseball, these big favorites, they don't have a ton of value here. So you look at it and you say, you know, Cole against Dunning. This should be an easy one with Garrett Cole. Uh, you did have a small line move, though. Open like minus 230. They're up to, you know, some shops I'm seeing like minus 240. Mm -hmm. But to me, if you're laying a big number like that, you're going to win a majority of the time, but you're going to have to win at such a high rate in order to overcome the juice and make money that I'm not really too intrigued by it. So, you know, if you want to look at the Yankees, maybe on, you know, the run line here, minus one and a half, minus 120, I could be inclined there. You know, the other one to me would be the, the total here, Dave. You know, open at seven, you're seeing a lot of betting on the over because it's such a low total, mm -hmm. yet it stayed seven and maybe juiced up under a little bit. So I'd lean maybe under seven in this one, but I really can't be laying many two, minus two thirties in Major League Baseball. You just see a lot of variance. It's such a long season. Season. And again, if, if we always remember that that magic number, Dave, fifty two point three eight percent. That's what you got to win in, in, in order to overcome minus one ten juice. To overcome minus two hundreds, minus two thirties, you got to win like sixty five, you know, seventy percent of your bets uh, over the long haul. It just makes it difficult to consistently make a profit if you're laying these huge numbers like the Yankees today. Yeah, very astute observation. So uh, you don't want to be in that habit of that because you get tripped up once or twice, and, and there goes kind of that. Uh, that, that role that you might have established for those type of games. Uh, Josh, I do want to, when we come back on the other side, I want to get some theories from you and, and basically how the data bears it out. Because you mentioned the run line, uh, say for the Yankees today, if you wanted to shorten that number from 230 uh, down to $1.20. I want to get your thoughts on that and talk more Major League Baseball when we come back here on the other side of a very short break. It is the Lombardi line. And remember, we're going to have Thomas Gable and Wes Reynolds joining us later on this hour. Come on back. Happy Mother's Day, everybody. It is VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mother's Day edition of the Lombardi Line here on Visa and Dave Ross alongside Josh Applebaum. He is in Boston. I am here in Las Vegas. And again, I'm going to have Thomas Gable coming up. Can't wait to get his reaction to the wildness yesterday. Just a crazy Saturday in the world of sports betting. And I'm going to have Wes Reynolds on in the last segment. Josh, I can't wait to pick his brain about golf. I was just talking about it during the break. Jason Day, what a collapse he had yesterday there in Washington, D.C. We'll see if he's got any plays for today as to who might close out that Wells Fargo championship. But we were wrapping up our discussion there uh, in the last segment about Major League Baseball. And I just had a, a couple questions for you. One is, when you look at those big favorites that we talked about, you don't want to get in the habit of laying those over $2 prices because you get tripped up a couple times there. There goes your bankroll. And a lot of people will then say, well, but I want to play the money, the, the, the run line rather, and shorten that number dramatically. My caution there is, if you're, if you're taking a run line on a home team, you're only going to get eight chances really to cover up that number. Do you find it more advantageous that if you like run lines, take those on teams on the road that are favored so that, you know, at least you're going to get your full complement of trips to the plate. So I think it's a really smart point. And I was actually looking up during the break. There is a slight advantage here to these road teams, especially road favorites that are like, you know, minus 200 or more on the money line. You see a line move in their favor. And again, these low totals are really, really important here. But to your point, you know, if you're up, you know, let's say three to one going into the ninth, you have a homer, you win three to two, you don't get your last at bat. You don't cover the minus one and a half there if you're the favorite. So I think that's really, really important. These are the little things that you want to pay attention to. And I think also, you know, I mean, if you see a huge number and you like a team anyway, then okay, let's look at, you know, obviously the run line here, but to your point, Dave, there are other ways to combat it. Like yes. if you like the Yankees today, but you really aren't, you don't love that huge number. Maybe you bet them first five. Yes. You know, there are other situations here that you can take advantage of this. So uh, again, you know, we all, we see in today's modern MLB, you know, a lot of these analytics are telling you take out these starting pitchers you know, before they go their third time through the rotation. If you don't think Cole's going to go deep, maybe you bet a first five and see if you can get out of there with an early win. Uh, Dave, wouldn't it be nice fifth inning to cash a bet on Mother's Day if you go uh, first five? Oh. I think that might be the way to go over the run line. And then you take mom out to dinner. I think that's exactly, exactly. the way to go. That, that's the way Americans <laughs> should do it today. I think that's, again, that is excellent advice. And so let's say for my team, the Metropolitans, they've been very profitable on the first fives. Okay, so the bullpen, look, they've been very profitable overall. But really in the first fives, because the starting pitching has been so so good, so great so far, even without Jacob DeGrom here, that's the way I've been playing a lot of these. So to your point about, to say, the Yankees today with Garrett Cole, I would be more apt to lay, let's say, the half run in the first five innings, knowing that I'm going to get Garrett Cole, potentially you would theorize for those five, and I'll take my chances that way versus when he comes out for that third trip through the lineup. I think that's an excellent way to handicap some of these bigger numbers with where you think you have the advantage starting pitching-wise, and you might only have to scratch out a run or two in order for that to cash in the first five. That might be the way to go. Okay, if you've been backing the Cincinnati Reds, I, I feel for you. But yesterday was like Christmas. 
right? Where the Reds win and they win big, they actually covered a run line if you had them today. Now, I don't know that I would be in, in the process of doing that today. It's almost exactly what we talked about here. Now, Pittsburgh, it, it, they were the favorite yesterday uh, on the road. Now, today, Cincinnati's the favorite. So, while the Reds cashed 24 hours ago, do you dare dip that toe back in the well and go back for more today with Cincinnati? Oh, man, it's a tough call here, Dave. Number one, you do have a little line movement here to Cincinnati, so we always got to respect the betting market. We have our own beliefs and own thoughts, but what is the market telling us? To me, that's a great equalizer. You are seeing some movement to Cincinnati. They open with Tyler Maley on the bump, who's definitely their best pitcher. Yes. I bet he'll get dealt probably probably before the deadline through the stocks. I'd take Maley in the rotation, but he opened like uh, minus 130. You're up to around minus 140-ish, minus 135. So a little bit of movement here towards Cincinnati. But Dave, to me, you know, again, I'm not I'm not the type of guy who I want to kind of be with a lot of these sharp line moves. But I think every now and again, you run into a season where you have huge outliers, where a team is extremely good or extremely bad. Mm. In Cincinnati, hallelujah, you win a baseball game finally. But you're four and twenty three. This is unbelievable, <laughs> Dave. If you had bet a hundred bucks on every Reds game so far this year, you're down almost two thousand dollars. That's oh how terrible that they've been. You know, look at offense, defense, all the metrics tell you how terrible they are. I think to me, I'm not going to call it a sharp play because you are seeing some line movement to Cincinnati, but I look at Pittsburgh as a value play. You're getting the Pirates almost plus 130. You are a kind of a uh, road division dog, which I always like. Again, that familiarity kind of levels the playing field, benefits the team getting some plus money. So again, little line move to Cincy. Uh, it looks like some betters like them today, but to me, I'll take a shot on Pittsburgh plus money. And if the Reds, you know, win two games oh. in two days, you know, then, then, hey, I think you tip your cap to Cincinnati. I'm right there with you, Josh. And the other part is there is no way on God's green earth you could get me to lay the run line today on the <laughs> Reds uh, and laying that run and a half, knowing that they're at home, that even if they had that potential one-run lead, they're not going to get uh, that extra at-bat. I'm with you. Pittsburgh feels like maybe the smarter way to go there. Now, let's talk about Colorado a little bit against Arizona today. And I look at there and I see Arizona right now a, a favorite, a sizable favorite here uh, at home against Colorado against those rocks. What do you make of this matchup today? So I'm going to back the snakes in this one, Dave. This one kind of jumped out to me as just kind of a fishy move that seems too high. Like, yes. why are the D-backs a minus 150, minus 160 favorite. Now, on the first hand, they're better than they were in previous years. They're 14 and 14. So this is a team that over the last couple of years, you know, one of the worst records in baseball, they're kind of competitive this year, 14 and 14. But uh, to me, it's a big pitching matchup advantage. I think if you're betting baseball, all these numbers are baked into the cake, but really lean on pitching matchups here. If you feel like you have an edge one team or the other, then that can make a huge difference. And we always know when a pitcher gets scratched, you'll see a number go off the board, get reposted, get adjusted, and it can be huge adjustments here. So really the pitchers, it's almost like the goalie in the NHL or <laughs> you know a star player in, ML, in, uh, major, in uh, the NBA, but also like a, like a quarterback in the NFL. They can really affect the line. So I'm going to back Zach Gallen here, 1.27 ERA. Herman Marquez got an ERA around seven here, but really it's this line move. Arizona opened as low as like minus 130. You're up to minus 155. So one thing that I do every day I'm betting sports, Dave, is just quickly go through the entire board and just give me the biggest line moves. It doesn't mean every line move is going to win, but it tells me that there was a lot of money overnight or, you know, coming into today on that particular team. So all back Arizona, this line seems too high. It seems fishy. You know, how do you not take Colorado with some plus money here? But there's a lot of big steam here toward Arizona. I'll back it with the better pitcher on the bump with Gallon. Yeah, you, know, you look at St. Louis today, uh, out west taking on the Giants, and boy, the, the Giants got a much-needed win here to get off the schneid. They'd really been scuffling as of late. But right now, Cardinals five games over 500, and even despite that losing streak, the Giants three games over 500 here in the early going. What do you make of the matchup today? Because, again, you feel like St. Louis had, had some, some momentum going, but it was stopped yesterday by the G-men. It was. So my question is, you know, Jacob Junis, who pitched for uh, the Royals here, he's on the bump today. We'll see how he can do. Obviously, San Francisco. Uh, one thing I would keep an eye out for any San Fran game is the weather here, Dave, because yes. you're right on the water. You know, the wind and kind of the, the elements here can really affect the total. I'm seeing a lot of over money here. It opened at seven and a half. It's really juiced up over minus 120. And this would be one of your top weather system overplays. I'm looking at uh, the latest uh, forecast here. It's going to be kind of cold, 50 degrees. 
you have almost 15, 20 mile an hour winds blowing out to dead center or kind of right center over McCovey Cove. So with that wind blowing out, I, I have a weather system. You know, anytime you have heavy wind, at least 10 miles an hour or more, you know, typically it, it, maybe if it's going to be, you know, uh, you know, kind of a warning track fly ball, the wind pushes it over, you get a home run there. Wind blowing out, I always like an over. Wind blowing in, I always lean under. But to me, my angle here would be taking the over, over seven and a half, big wind blowing out. And you do have a line movement towards San Francisco. You're kind of buying low on San Fran because they had one of the best records in baseball. Then you get tripped up and you lose a bunch of games in that series to the Dodgers. Now you've you've lost a little bit here to, to St. Louis. This is a good team at home that I think you're kind of buying low on. And the fact that, you know, San Francisco at home open around minus 115, you're up to minus 125. I'd lean San Fran here, but to me, this is a weather-based overplay with the wind really blowing out in San Francisco. Love that system play there. Uh, you should always pay attention to those weather systems, and I think that's great advice there. Very quickly, I want to go to the American League and just ask an overall question here because one of the, the chic picks before the season began was Seattle Mariners. They got off to a really good start. And then all of a sudden, you look up, they're four games under 500. They're already five and a half back of the Halos out west. They've got Tampa Bay in again today. What do you make of what's going on in Seattle? And again, we talk about maybe those adjusted win totals uh, going forward. Is this the team that maybe they've had the regression now? Can, can Seattle eventually be who we thought they might be at the beginning of the season? Yeah, who was it, Dennis Green? They are who we thought they were. <laughs> we crowned them. Remember that one? Yes. Uh, but I would say with the Mariners, you know, they, they had like a great year last year from a, a one loss perspective. But if you look at a lot of the metrics, they kind of got really lucky. There's a way you can kind of quantify it. It's Pythagorean. Basically it's kind of like runs for runs against. And did you get lucky or unlucky? And a lot of the metrics, the sabermetric people were saying that Seattle got really lucky last year. They won a lot of one run games, you know, maybe games where the, you know, it's almost like in the NFL, Dave, where one year, the fumbles all go against you. One right. year, all the fumbles go toward you. It was kind of a lucky year with Seattle. I, I like the move Robbie Ray and they made that big trade uh, with the Reds bringing in, um, you know, the third baseman there and mm -hmm. uh, as well as Winker Suarez. Yeah. So I, I like this team to me, you're buying low on them right now. You know, they've lost a bunch of games in a row. Tampa's won a bunch of games in a row, but Seattle actually opened like pick them minus one Oh five minus one ten. They're up to almost minus minus one twenty. This is a fishy, you know, buy low sell high play for me. I'll back Seattle today. All right. And maybe again, of those adjusted win totals, you want to think about them long-term because you think this team should be better than they have shown so far this season. When we come back here, Josh, we're going to have uh, Thomas Gable is going to join us from the, uh, he's the director of the racing sports book at Borgata and get his thoughts on a crazy Saturday in sports. Come on back. It's the Lombardi one of these and these sports. And spring special is here. For only $59, you get everything Visa has to offer from now to the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the biz right here at VEASAN.com. And subscribers are going to have access to all of it, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets. Jonathan Von Tobel is going to have best bets all the way through the NBA Finals. Andy McNeil is going to break down all the action on the ice all the way through the Stanley Cup playoffs. Going to have lots of NFL preseason coverage as well, not to mention continued best bets and pre articles covering golf, UFC, USFL, NASCAR, and we just had the Kentucky Derby betting guide on what a derby it was. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $59 to be a subscriber through July 31st. So sign up now at VEASAN.com slash spring back alongside josh applebaum i am dave ross this is the lombardi line right here on vison and what a wild day in the world of sports yesterday i wonder how the books did and let's talk with the borgata race and sports book director uh, thomas gable all about that thomas welcome back to the program let's start right there at the kentucky derby uh with rich strike because if you you picked that horse you struck it rich yesterday 80 to 1 at some places we saw 100 to 150 to ones uh, how did you guys make out in the derby and did you see a lot of long shot action come in on the longest long shot we've seen in quite some time well uh good morning to you guys and uh happy mother's day to all the mothers out there uh no it was a good question dave on the derby certainly a successful day for us here uh with the derby now we're in the uh the paramutual pool so um you know we just want to turn through as much action as we can and you didn't, we didn't see a ton of uh, people taking 
the uh, the twenty one horse there, <laughs> Rich Strike, unfortunately, uh, went off at eighty to one now. But a good little good story um, from here. We actually um, there was a Philly Inquirer reporter uh, named Ed Barkwitz who um, covers a lot of sports betting and uh, and and sports in general for Philadelphia and. Uh, he had texted me right after uh, the race was complete. He says, I bet you didn't have anybody uh, take the uh, the 21 horse. And I said, well, as a matter of fact, I happened to be sitting behind uh, a cashier uh, when she actually took a bet from someone on that horse. And it was a lady had come up, and uh, she actually asked to bet the 22 horse, which was scratch. This was right before post. So the cashier uh, informed her the 22 was scratch and says, well, and the lady at that point, you know, just, I don't know what I want then. And <laughs> cashier says, well, the 21's available very innocently. And she says, ah, F it, give me the 21. So she ended up uh, uh, cashing on that. And uh, I actually got her in touch with uh, Ed there at the Philly Inquirer. So he wrote a nice little piece on her uh, last night that's in the Philly Inquirer right now, that little story. So uh, cute little story. But we actually had someone else called last night. Now, she hasn't come in yet. I think she's coming in today to cash. Um, she actually had a $2 try box that um, uh, will, will pay over 29000 Wow. Uh, I don't know why she would throw the 21 horse in there with, uh, with the 3 and 10, but uh, hey, uh, God oh. bless her that uh, she's got that one. Well, happy Mother's Day to her. That's for sure, Thomas. Yeah, it's absolutely stunning uh, to think about how that played out yesterday. And Josh and I were talking about it off the top of the show, Thomas, with just the wide array of potential things you could have wagered on yesterday. I am curious, just overall view, when you have the Derby, you had Canelo Alvarez in a prize fight, a championship bout. Uh, You had UFC 274 yesterday, the NBA and the NHL playoffs. Just as an overview yesterday, what were you taking the most action on? Well, the Derby by far is what uh, you write the most on. Um, you know, that's the, it's the Super Bowl of horse racing. So uh, it's really incredible. And Josh has has been here. So you know, where the race and sports book is, and basically this whole side of the building, it kind of just gets swallowed by a sea of people <laughs> in that forty-five minutes to a half hour before the race starts, and because everybody is, you know, kind of just crowding around in the book and. Uh, any bar or lounge, uh, it's filled to capacity for people wanting to watch the race there. So, um, but it's as you mentioned, it was also a very big sports day as well. So you, you know, you had the NBA playoffs, um, the the Bucks Celtics. Sorry, Josh, uh, on the Celtics there <laughs> on the uh, the results there earlier in the day, um, and that's why Josh, that that's important. That game one that the Bucks won. That essentially gave them now home court advantage. So that was a key, key victory uh, for them there in game one. So, um, But uh, obviously some work left to do in that series. But no, so you had the NBA playoffs, the NHL playoffs, and then going into the two big uh, pay-per-view events last night with uh, the UFC and uh, Canelo, which obviously Canelo, when he's a $5 favorite or five fifty, wherever whatever he was at the different shops, it's very prohibitive to bet him. So, you know, you see money, people are betting the fight straight up. They're going to take the dog. Um, but we ended up making some money uh, overall in the fight because Canelo's thrown into a bunch of parlays typically because of that price. And people who were betting maybe Canelo uh, on the different props, i.e., to win by decision or by knockout, you know, so we ended up uh, coming away pretty well uh, from that fight. The UFC was very good. Uh, the the undercard was very good to us for sure, and uh, we have very balanced action on the on the main event. Um, the Rose fight, which uh, mm. from all accounts, uh, I saw a good. Uh, someone had a, a a good statement. They said they've seen more violence in the first two rounds of a golf tournament than they did in the first two <laughs> rounds of that fight last night. That's so ridiculous. Uh, interesting. TG, it's so great to get a chance to talk to you, and happy Mother's Day to you and yours. And I got to get your take on the NBA playoffs today. Obviously, two huge games, Suns, Mavs, and uh, you're also looking at Heat 76ers. But, you know, first off, your thoughts and what's the betting market looking on these two games today? But also, TG, one thing I've noticed is, you know, as a contrarian better, these unders have been fantastic. On the postseason here, they're about 66%. But what's tough as a contrarian is these chalk favorites continue to cover, cover, cover. They're around 61% yeah. overall. So are you surprised by 
you know, this huge edge to favorites and unders? Are you seeing yourself having to maybe shade these numbers a little bit lower or a little bit toward the favorite? Your overall favorite and under, you know, thoughts of the NBA playoffs? And then if you have any, you know, uh, good bets or big bets today for these games. Well, the favorites hitting obviously is never a good thing uh, for the books overall um, when the favorites come in because, uh, as you know, the public loves to play the favorites and, and, and parlay the favorites. So um, that's never a good result for us. But uh, the unders, I'm not surprised that they've been coming in. We, we know the narrative with the NBA playoffs. It's a different style of basketball than you see during the regular season. Uh, teams actually play defense. Um, so the, the scoring tightens up there. Uh, so not a surprise that we've seen um, unders come in, and you, you've had to make adjustments there on those totals. Uh, in these two games here today, particularly now the Suns, they're, they're certainly uh, taking money here in the first game, uh, 3.30 local tip here on the East Coast. Uh, they're now up to two-and-a-half-point favorites here. They, we opened them one-and-a-half-point favorites uh, they're certainly uh, taking the uh, majority of the action. And then the, the late game, which is obviously the um, local game of interest here in this market in Lake City, is the Sixers. Uh, Sixers, a point-and-a-half favorites. And uh, that's where we open them. They still are. Uh, you'll see, I think, pretty much uh, around their, their one-and-a-half, two uh, throughout uh, all the books. But uh, the one-and-a-half here. And uh, very even, though, right now, in terms of the money being bet, they, they are Sixers are certainly uh, getting the majority of the tickets, but uh, the money is very even, evenly split here. But the Sixers, you saw the change, obviously, in Game 3 there with Embiid in the lineup. They obviously needed him back, not from just a physical sense, but he's also the emotional leader for this team as well. And... Um, he is the guy that uh, moves the needle for them. So uh, whether or not he's at 80% or 60% with all of the, the physical issues that he's dealing with between the thumb and uh, the face, the facial injuries that he has, um, he's still it's very important to have him on the floor and, and in the lineup for the Sixers. And the one thing that the Sixers were consistently getting beat on in the first two games in Miami without him beating the lineup was giving up these offensive rebounds to Miami. They just got killed in the first two games. Having Embiid out there certainly helps them in that regard. Now, Miami was still getting some offensive boards in Game 3, but not nearly as many. Um, they, they certainly shot very poorly from the outside. Um, the way that they shot in the first half of that game in Game 3, you know, the Sixers honestly should have been up by like 18 points at halftime, and they weren't. But... Uh, uh, Sixers ended up closing out the game uh, very nicely there. But uh, I, I expect a much closer game here in game four tonight between these two and, you know, certainly reflected here in the spread that Sixers is a short favorite at home. Yeah, we're certainly seeing more fight out of the Sixers and now the Mavericks and these comeback stories and we saw in the Rose Namajunas and uh, Carlos Sparza fight last night, uh, to your point, Thomas. <laughs> hey, I uh, really appreciate the time and the information, as always, uh, doing a great job, obviously, with the Borgata Race and Sportsbook. He is Thomas Gable. Thomas, thank you very much again, and uh, happy Mother's Day to you and yours out there as well. When we come back and put the finishing touches on this edition of the Lombardi line. Wes Reynolds is going to join us as well. And Josh, you know that means I got to grill him on some golf. Come on back. <laughs> it is Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Discover BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Sign up today and win $200 if you place a $10 wager on any NBA playoff game and either team hits a three-pointer regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use the bonus code VEASAN200 when you place your first bet to take advantage of this offer. Enjoy the playoffs more than ever with BetMGM. Eligibility restrictions to apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada. Excuse me. <clears throat> Dave Ross back alongside Josh Applebaum on this Mother's Day edition of the Lombardi Line here on VEASAN. And Josh, uh, very quickly, I-, I wanted to get to this right now because the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, in a big game today against the Toronto Maple Leafs, you've got a system play that you really like today in this Mother's Day. What is it, my friend? I really do, Dave. We had to get this in before the end of the show. So I'm a type of guy, I might annoy some people with my system matches. I'm really looking at historical systems. So basically, if you can, you know, find a situation like a divisional dog or, mm. you know, a team on a short week in the NFL, these little things that no matter who you plug in uh, to the system match, as long as they match the parameters over time, they've proven to be historically profitable. So next time you see a system match, then you want to play that match. Well, then there's also systems based on particular teams here, Dave. And again, every year is different. I put more into the like overall systems and particular teams but there's one system match that's so good in the nhl that it's almost like an auto bet anytime you see it it's the tampa bay lightning awful loss in the nhl playoffs now the lightning have won two cups in a row they're trying to go for the third one here but they're down two to one against toronto they lost game three five to two so what are we seeing here dave mm. they're they're a small favorite in today's game it's a seven o'clock game against the Leafs. They open like minus 110. They're getting bet up to around minus 120. So the market is moving in their in their favor. You also have this desperation off a loss system match. Teams off a loss in the playoffs 10 and 6 with some plus money, a really good ROI. But here's where it gets good, Dave. Over the last three NHL playoff postseasons, the Tampa Bay Lightning are 15 and 0. Whoa. Repeat, for those in the back, 15 and 0. <laughs> uh, off a loss in the playoffs. To me, that speaks to a veteran team who can kind of, you know, put aside and, you know, kind of flush it away. If you have a bad game, you play for the next one. You don't get too high. Don't get too low. It speaks to their resiliency of this team. So this is an auto bet for me. Give me the lightning minus 120. Uh, it's almost like those army Navy games that bet in the under every time, Dave, <laughs> if the lightning are off a loss in the playoffs, I got to bet them. Let's go Tampa Bay minus 115 minus 120. Can you hear me in the back? Little yeah, uh, yeah. usual suspects. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, let's bring, you know, there are great tandems uh, here at Vison, right? And obviously you got like Brady Cannon and James Salinas and Tim Murray and Sean King. I like to think that Wes and I are pretty good tandem. They break up them like they do great teams in the Ryder Cup from time to time. Let's bring in the aforementioned Wes Reynolds. Follow him on Twitter as I do at Wes Reynolds 1. Uh, Wes, whenever we have you in the program, you and I always talk golf anyway. Yesterday when we spoke, you could have gotten Jason Day at about plus $1.35 to win the Wells Fargo. Uh, he's 80, 80 to 1 after shooting a 79 yesterday. Now Keegan Bradley is the favorite at $1.05 to win this thing with Max Homa at uh, plus 280. What do you make of the final round today in Washington, D.C.? Which been, it's been a mutter's paradise here in three days. 
Dave, they only pair us in the foursomes. They separate <laughs> us in the alternate shot here at Beeson. So uh, that's just how it works. Got to switch the chairs on the deck a little bit and get the right personnel together. But uh, one thing before I get to the golf, because I was listening to Josh on the lead in here, and he mentioned the trend with the Lightning and Vasilevsky, 15-0. and 0. By the way, Vasilevsky in those games, 96.6 save percentage and also five shutouts mm. during that streak. So I'm probably going to end up being on the Lightning as well to go ahead and even this series. But you mentioned the golf at the Wells Fargo. If you watched it at all yesterday, it was some of the most miserable weather that you will see <laughs> in any golf event on the PGA Tour. These guys were were just hurting out there, basically, and trying to get it home. You mentioned Jason Day, and he was a three-shot leader and all of a sudden shoots a 79, so now pretty much out of it. Keegan Bradley has not won in a few years. He's, you know, continued to be a really good ball striker and a really good iron player. Very good on approach, very good on greens and regulation. But what he's not good at is putting. Mm. And that's always been kind of the club that has held him back. He is currently, I'm seeing him at BetMGM at about 6-5 to five, or plus 120, rather. Uh, my only guy that's really in the mix to win this thing, actually I got two now that Cameron Young was one of the only players under par yesterday, but he's still six back. But I have Matt Fitzpatrick and Cameron Young, at least pre-tournament, with a chance. But they're going to need Keegan Bradley, I think, to leak some oil here because he is at eight under, and those guys are at two and three under, respectively. I think Keegan Bradley is going to get this home, but I think if you're going to bet it, this is a guy you can take on, though, because, look, when you have seconditis or not being able to finish <laughs> events when you're on the lead, you can take him on a little bit. So you look down the board, Honor Bon Lahiri, 16 to 1, uh, Cameron Young, 33 to 1, Matt Fitzpatrick, 14 to 1, who ended up one over par on his round yesterday. You can take Bradley on, but my gut tells me he's going to finish this off. Wes, I got to get your take a little bit on some NBA. Now, I know you're, you're sharp at golf. You're sharp at all sports. You're one of the sharpest guys I know. But your thoughts on these games. We're, we're asking everybody on the show today. Dave and I have our own thoughts. We were talking to Will Hill. We talked to TG from the bookmaker's perspective. But what's notable to me is, you know, both of these uh, teams, kind of the Mavs and the Sixers, are in the same kind of spot. You get down 0-2. You come back home. Now it's 2-1. to You're getting back in the series. We're seeing kind of the line move to the Suns today. They're now up to a minus two and a half favorite. The Sixers line really hasn't moved much at all. It's kind of staying where it's at, minus one and a half. We're talking about earlier these favorites and these unders are really coming through in the postseason. Any thoughts on these games? You know, do either of the dogs or favorites interest you? Are you looking at any of the totals? Just your thoughts on today's big NBA playoff doubleheader. Yeah, Josh, just the night game for me. And I do like the Sixers on the money line. And I think it's about 125, 130-ish right now on the money line. Because if you look... Home teams in the conference semifinals so far, I know a smaller sample size, just three games in these series, 10 and two straight up. So you looked at Philadelphia and it wasn't pretty on Friday night, but with Embiid back, even though he didn't put up, you know, monster MVP type numbers, they held Miami to only 79 points and 0.92 points per possession in that 20 point victory. Now, Part of that was Miami shooting regression because they shot very well through the first two games. So it's like they're going to have a night where they don't shoot the ball well. We're only Jimmy Buckets. Jimmy Butler was the only guy that was really making any buckets for the Miami Heat on Friday night. But I think the Sixers even this up. I just think Embiid's presence, it opens things up for Harden and especially for Harris and Maxey because Harden's kind of been a little bit erratic in the playoffs. But Harris and Maxey, I think, have been the more consistent team. And when you have been beat out there on the floor with those guys, they score about seven and a half points uh, more uh, per hundred possessions with him on the floor. And they're also plus double digits with defense. So I went ahead and laid the money line with the Sixers here. Wes, very quickly, you mentioned Philadelphia here. They're 25 to one to uh, to win the NBA championship here. The Mavericks, the longest shot here uh, right now in the current market, about 40 to one. I look at the Celtics and right now plus 650 as they're down two games to one against Milwaukee. Milwaukee, by the way, five to one. The two favorites coming out of the West with the Suns at almost two to one and Golden State plus 265. What do you make of those futures markets here for the NBA? Would you take a flyer on an Eastern Conference team or do you just believe that the chalk might uh, rain? Supreme here with the two heavy hitters out West. 
Yeah, I've already got the Celtics from a couple months ago, a 20 to 1 to win the East, so I'm just going to stick with that. I've got some Bucks series price as well to kind of hedge off of that. But the concern for the Celtics, though, is are they going to eventually call Giannis, who uh, you and I have discussed this, Dave, we believe he is the best player in the world, mm -hmm. but he gets calls like he's the best player in the world. When he just bowls over guys, they don't call it. They don't call the traveling violations on the Greek freak at all. So the Celtics not getting necessarily the best whistle, I don't think, in this series, uh, even though they almost made a comeback and almost stole the game yesterday. But I think, look, when you look out west, it's going to be Phoenix or Golden State is just my opinion. They may get taken six, potentially seven games in these conference semifinals, but it's going to be one of those two teams. It's just hard now that we're down to eight teams to kind of see a long shot going forward. Like, look, Philadelphia, even though I like them to even the series today, one of the things that concerns me for the Sixers, at least in a seven-game series, is their depth is going to start to be hurt. And you saw on Friday night, it was their starters playing heavy minutes. They just don't have anybody really off the bench. Thibault for defense and a little bit of Paul Reed, but they don't have a ton of offensive punch off the bench. And against Miami, long-term for the series, you can get by with it for the game or two. But long-term, I think that lack of depth is really going to be their downfall. Yeah, I tend to agree with you. And again, that's why you're seeing them at about 25-1 to 1 as a long shot here. By the way, Memphis 28-1 to 1 as they now trail that series two games to one against Golden State. Hey, I really appreciate you as always, Wes. And you know we'll be seeing each other soon down the road when they repair those Ryder Cups. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, they're, they're not going to break us up totally, Dave. We're still going on the road here in the uh, four-ball matchup. There he is, everybody. Follow him on Twitter as I do, at Wes Reynolds 1. Uh, Josh, great having you on the program here today on the Lombardi line. We want to give a shout-out to Michael. Hope he is feeling better again on this Mother's Day. So everybody out there, uh, give a call to your moms out there across the country. Want to thank uh, Will Hill, uh, Thomas Gable, and, of course, Wes Reynolds for joining us as well. Josh, appreciate you, my friend. Stay tuned. Brady Cannon standing by right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 